Welcome to Dubai Real Estate Insights, the podcast that unlocks success in Dubai's real estate market. Join us as we dive into expert insights, interviews with industry leaders, and discussions on the latest trends. Stay ahead of the curve and elevate your game in Dubai's dynamic property landscape. Subscribe now and embark on this exciting journey with us. So, Tergay, hey, thanks for being on the show and thanks for spending some time with me today. I'm really interested to hear your experiences and the background and how you got to Dubai. Um, if you would kind of like introduce yourself real quick, it'd be great. Thank you very much, James. Uh, thanks for having me. And um, sure, so my name is Tergay. I came here to Dubai like uh, four months ago and um, having a complete new start in a new industry for me because my background is medical device. So basically my all my career was in sales uh, in the medical, medical device industry in uh, the German speaking countries. I work for a global American company and um, I just climbed the ladder there uh, from being a small sales rep for the German speaking territory, um, making all my way up to a sales manager for two countries and um, Later on, I managed uh, a team of five sales reps in uh, Austria and Switzerland. So, yeah, I had a pretty uh, good uh, sales career back in Switzerland. Um, my academic background is um, I did my bachelor of yeah my BA in uh, marketing and sales in Germany in Mannheim, and um, from there I moved from Germany. I moved into Switzerland and started as a sales rep. So, I didn't have any practical sales experience before. So this job in Switzerland was my first sales job. Um, after the, uh, how I should say, the challenges of a move from Germany to Switzerland, and new job in sales, never having uh, done it before. Um, with a good support of my uh, company and the sales trainings I received from there, I could up, uh, build up my sales personality and uh, my professionalism. And it really helped me um, throughout my career in Switzerland. So what brought you to Dubai? So what brought me to Dubai is a very good question. So I had a, so having a very great career um, with this company. And um, I thought it's time to, to leave my comfort zone. So I was very comfortable. I collected all incentives I can collect within this organization from the president's club, director's clubs. Um, but I, I felt like there's something new to achieve. So I I didn't want to uh, sit on on uh, the cherries. I just wanted to, to achieve more. I, I, I wanted to discover the world, if you want to say it like that. Um, that's why I decided first um, to have an academic or to, how I should say, improve my academic background. So I... I um, I did. I, I went for an MBA, so I did my MBA in the UK uh, in Durham, um, just to have more strategic approaches in terms of uh, sales and marketing. But being a sales manager uh, for for this organization, I felt also um, that the MBA can improve my leadership skills. So that's why I wanted to have a more rounded um, professional personality to just if I enter again the the, the corporate world maybe that um 
but I can achieve even higher positions. That was the ultimate goal. But during my MBA, I felt like I'm more like an entrepreneur than a corporate man. Um, so I thought about um, building up my own startup um, and doing some investments, you know, just going a bit, thinking out of the box. Mm-hmm. And, um, but then I saw like this, uh, how we say it, you should go or you should follow the money. And um, I saw that Dubai, especially after COVID uh, or in COVID times already, Dubai was a well-performing destination and um, I said why not why not trying uh, another environment especially uh, an environment with a lot of driven people and um, then I said it's a booming real estate market I'm a sales guy a marketing guy Um, why not why not trying something else a new industry and um, that was the reasoning behind to to try Dubai Nice, nice. And you've been here, you said, about four months already, and you're in the real estate business as an agent. Are you selling um, secondary properties or are you more off-plan? Where's your focus? Um, It's a very good question. So uh, after our initial training, um, I wasn't sure about it on my own. So it was kind of finding out myself. So I did bit of both worlds, like off-plan and secondary, um, but uh, but without clear structure, without clear guidance. So I tried to find out my own way. Um, after our initial training, I was sitting in the office trying to make my own strategy, um, but it's not that easy to, to find your way because um, it's a new industry. That's... Um... So... At the moment, I switched to off-plan. So we have a new, uh, or I should say, uh, we changed the management or the company changed the management. And now we have uh, new uh, new formed teams. And um, I switched to off-plan and I try to focus on just off-plan projects at the moment. Nice. And if you if you look back the last four months, what is your what was or what might be still your your number one challenge when it comes to sales? sales generation, lead generation, what's fuel what would be the, the number one challenge at the moment? The number one challenge I would say, especially after your initial training, is um, that there's a structural approach or a strategic approach is missing in generating like qualitative leads. I think that's the biggest challenge to um, to have something to work with that you that you not sitting in the office unproductive because this is what happened to most of us when we um, were released after our initial training and we were released in the real estate market or into the office. Um, nobody knew what to do. So we were just there and um, we received some lists which were three, four years old, dated, um, and nobody knew exactly how to approach it. Can you really generate leads out of this old leads? These are not qualified. Um, so I think this is a very, very challenging. Um, besides the skills, the sales skills, what do you need in the Dubai real estate market? Um, how do you sell here? You know, it was very, uh, I think it's the biggest challenge that the structural approach in generating leads or getting qualified leads is one of the biggest challenges. 
Well, I think <clears throat> I think from my experience in sales and sales training, the best lead is a lead that comes from a referral. And the right. question is, is how do you get your referrals? How do you start getting referrals? And if that's the best type of lead, it has to start somewhere. So either cold calling or finding ways to get those qualified leads that you can prospect them and from prospects, potential clients. And even if those clients don't end up buying because it's not the right moment, not the right product, not the right um, entry time. Yeah. If they have bought into you as a salesperson, a sales professional, they might not be ready at the moment, but they've already bought into you. If you know how to manage them correctly, if you know how to serve them correctly, um, I call it the 5P referral system and knowing how I can generate more leads from the referrals I have, even if they haven't bought yet. No. Yeah. Um, and that's that's one of the challenges as you get started to to find some type of momentum with getting leads. Um, what do you do currently to, you know, what type of approach? Um, well, let me, yeah. let me rephrase, rephrase it differently. Uh, would you benefit from a a social media avatar, a way of being supported to generate your own leads, um, but cost effectively because you like you said, you get lists that might be three or four or five years old. It's a balance between lists that are old and also generation of, of new leads. What what would you benefit the most from? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so because you're left in the dark, let's, let's bring it like that. Um, and it's a new experience for me because in my previous organization, there was constant mentorship. There was this kind of environment that uh, this team feeling, you know, the team spirit was there. There was a good leadership. There was the right understanding of le leadership. But in Dubai, because the competition in real estate industry is so dense that it's a come and go. People are used to it that sales or property consultants, it's a come and go. They come, people who have enough reserves of funds um, to sustain like three to six months uh, they will survive somehow, but management and the organizations or the agencies are used that people are come and go. So they are not too invested or engaged in the beginning. That's why I think it's uh, from my side now, I try to do my own uh, marketing. That means I invest in my own. I try to, um, I reached out to several marketing agencies to, um, yeah, to have a social uh, yeah, social marketing, social media marketing strategy uh, and to see and generate leads from there. But it's very pricey. It's very pricey. Um, we are talking about two to three thousand um, dollars per month. And um, it should be a well thought out uh, investment. Exactly. So I can imagine. I mean, there's so many agents. We all know the numbers and people who do a little bit of re research in Dubai because of the growth, because of the, the big goals that Dubai has for 2040, um, the, the boom is to be a booming market for the next, you know, they always have those phases, the high and low phases. And then, but as long as the market trend stays where it's at, there'll be more and more demand in the next 10 to 15 years. And 2040 is around the door. I mean, around the corner, as you speak. Now, what would be... If you had a magic wand like Harry Potter, you know, like a magic wand and, and you could 
you could tell yourself what to do in five years. Like looking back, you know, what what would be the number one thing that you would like to have told yourself in five years as far as being successful? Imagine you are successful in five years. You have your you have your your your, your group of referrals or customers that refer and, and give and share contacts. What have you yeah. told yourself or where had you invested besides the marketing aspect? You know, like it's pretty pricey. Yeah. What, what, what would you tell your future self? So <clears throat> I would say to be very focused from the beginning, not rely on your agency and to come to a clear plan from the beginning. That means it's a clear strategy, having in mind, having this entrepreneurial mindset from the beginning to say, see this as your own business. So you have to do some investments. That means investment in your knowledge. That means you have to get uh, get to know the market, um, get to know the developers, uh, get to know other agents. Networking is very important. I think I would say go as much as possible to networking events. Maybe this I, I missed from the beginning because I was still new in Dubai. It was the summer heat. I had to uh, adapt to the new environment. But I would say this to my um, myself in hindsight. I would say go to networking events, uh, connect with people, uh, invest in marketing, invest in leadership trainings, um, you know, invest in other, how I should say, uh, other trainings that would just uh, improve your your standing in the market. Nice. Yeah. It's just because there's a lot of competition out there. I imagine there's a high fluctuation of agents who make it, and there's also the agents that don't make it. You know, the Pareto principle, the 90-10 or 80-20 Pareto principle, you know, 80%, 90% of the, of the income is being generated by 10%. Of, yeah. of the top agents and becoming that 10% is is like you said strategic and yeah. having the right type of training the right type of right type of mentorship or the right type of support um, because if you know I always say if you can't explain your success it was luck yeah <clears throat> absolutely um, I was extremely lucky in my previous organization that I had a mentor and um this really, really helped me. And the lack of a mentorship here or of the right leadership here in Dubai in the real estate industry, especially because it's one of the biggest industry that drives the economy of Dubai, I found that everybody's like hiding. Um, nobody wants to share knowledge. And um, I think this is one of the biggest challenges here. So you said, you said earlier about networking. Now imagine yeah. having a community. Maybe there is a community out there. I just don't know about it. A community of like-minded, like-minded people who want to learn, want to learn service. I call it service service selling. You know, servant selling, selling to customers with a with a with a long-term game in mind. Wanting yeah. to serve the customers that way, they they can give the best referrals, which are usually much easier to, to close customers with like a, a group of like-minded people, like-minded agents, trainers, 
just a community of people in the real estate business who, who are looking to serve each other, help each other, or it's not a, a competition market, but it's a market of no, no stress. Is something, does something like that exist in Dubai and according to your knowledge? And would you, would you profit from something like that? Um, to my knowledge, not that I know about it. Um, because as I said, maybe there's some smaller groups existing, but nothing that is popular out there in the market. And um, as I said, because the competition is very, very dense and um, how I should bring it, um, people don't share knowledge here because it's about money at the end. And people try to keep this knowledge for themselves or the network for themselves. Um, that's why if there's kind of community where like-minded um, agents that meet and share knowledge, share procedures, new strategies, um, any updates in the market, you know, this would make life much, much easier for agents. Like, like an environment of trust, uh, transparency, um, it would be yeah, it would be very, very beneficial. Nice, nice. That's good to hear. I'm sure there are other people out there who listen to the podcast and would like would also probably agree with you on so many points because uh, you're new to the market. There are probably a lot of people out there that have been around for a couple of years that um, know the struggles you're going through. And if we can get them together and to share knowledge without the risk of of the fear of being beaten to the competition or beaten by the competition because in the end, end of the, the end of the day the goals for dubai are so huge that there's going to be enough business for everybody but the question is is who's going to survive the game of sales because long term referral sales are the best sales because it shows credibility it shows sustainability and if you know, if you think about the market in the U.S., the U.S. market had a crash a few years ago, about 10 years ago or so. And, you know, the big Fannie Mae and Fannie Mac, or you call it those, that big crash. That has, that had ripple effects around the world. And what we don't need in Dubai is a huge bubble and then it bursting because we don't, we have an overflow of too many agents or even a branding. If you think about it, if I'm an off plant, it might be two or three years before my project is finished. And if I'm going through four or five agents for sales professionals, I start with you or I start with somebody else. And by the time my project is finished, I have five different point of contact. That can't be that good for the European. I mean, I'm thinking about the European market because I'm, I live in Germany and come back and forth to Dubai all the time. Um, and I work here as well, but I know the European market, the Germans, we both speak German, the Germans are very, very keen on having one face to the customer the entire time. And I can imagine that is not going to help if we have a high fluctuation of agents because the market is so, so dense, as you mentioned. Absolutely, um, James. The thing with international clients is um, if they come to Dubai, they face a lot of challenges. As you said, many agents, um, and there's many agents from all over the world and they come from different educational backgrounds. So you will find all sorts of um, approaches, you know, so 
but in general, I would say the understanding of professionalism in the sales approach, I think that this is really missing in Dubai. So, and this, uh, like international clients, let's say from Europe, they appreciate that. They appreciate that there's transparency, there's a salesperson with, uh, how we should say, with all the skills, let's say sales skills, you know, uh, uh, let's say emotional intelligence, you know, um, transparency, professional, reliable, all this, let's say basic stuff as a salesperson, but sometimes you can find that this is really missing in Dubai. So, <laughs> excuse me. Um, so that's why I think, um, yeah, international clients would love it that if they find their agents in Dubai, uh, yeah, well-educated in, in the industry, but the reality is different. The reality at the moment is different. Right. Well, it's, a, it's definitely a challenge, and I'm sure time will tell. And if we can offer, if there can, if there can be an offer for some type of unif uniform training, some type of um, alignment on who gets to sell um, and who gets to you know, take care of the customers, I think any type of training in that area would be great. I know there's lots of training opportunities out there. What yeah. would you, you know, um, what would you say to a, what would you advise to a new, someone who's thinking about coming from, like you said, Europe, because having a natural speaker, having a German yeah. speaking agent speaking to German clients or French or Spanish or Italian, that makes a big difference. But what would you imagine? We have people in Europe listening to this, thinking, "Hey, come to Dubai, make the big money as a real estate agent." What would you tell them, in positive and also as a warning? What would you say to encourage them, but also a piece of advice? What would you say? Just kind of to finish up the podcast, finish our our, our, our talk today. What would you advise, and what would you commend about Dubai and? encourage them well, potential potential um for real estate trying real estate industry what, what do you mean like for an investor no, for a major someone saying um he's a, a successful salesman like you were in the medical field he says i would like to branch out i would like to try something i would like to come and learn to be or come and, and, and come to yeah. Dubai, what would you what would you say to encourage that person to do that? But also so, as piece of advice as a as I would say not a warning, but what would you say, hey, make sure you watch out for? What would be the, the encouragement side and also um hey keep your eyes on this. This is a challenge. What would those two two things be? So the encouragement side I would say there's endless opportunities here. And um, and you'll find a lot of open-minded people and opportunities which you will, I think, at this time, you will not find in other places of this earth. So I think it's the biggest motivation to come to Dubai to make maybe the money of your life. Um, especially in sales, there's endless opportunities. And especially in real estate sales, I think, if you have the right attitude, the right mindset, 
if you don't give up, if you show the persistence, which you would have to have to be successful here because it's a new place, it's a new environment, new people, new culture. Um, but if you overcome overcome all this, which you should as a salesperson, you have to have this um, resilience. You know, you have to be patient sometimes. You have to be, um, but you have to have this end goal. You know, you have to have this end goal. Um, we say all this time is money, but that's why I think that I wasted too much time. <laughs> um, as an encouragement, just be prepared uh, to, before you come, prepare your mind. Um, maybe some take some of these advices, like have your own strategy handy before you come. Like know exactly what you will do. How will you approach your goal? How um, will you generate leads? That's very, very important. So if you have this, I would say don't wait and come. But take care. There's some uh, pitfalls. <laughs> um, take care which agency you join. I, should, I would uh, recommend to join a larger one at the beginning, um, not a boutique one. Um, yeah. And what else? Uh, as a warning sign, I think there's not too many warning signs, but... It's a new industry. Um, be well prepared and know with who you work. Like, don't give your money to any marketing agency because there's um, a lot of marketing agencies here. There's a lot of sales trainings here, so it should be the right one. Do your um, research and um, and then just let's go and uh, try to make as much money as you can. Thank you for joining us on Dubai Real Estate Insights. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review. Don't forget to share the show notes and the show with others who might benefit from our discussions. Stay connected with us on social media for updates and opportunities to be part of the show. Together, let's unlock success in Dubai's real estate market.